Today on the DeFamous Podcast, it's, it's Horror Combat! Combat. Hello and welcome to a new very spooky episode Mm. of the Defamous Podcast. I am your host, Violet, and sitting next to me is your other host, Zach. No no nonsense today. We're getting right Right, into it. Right down to business. Yes, Yes. this is a very exciting spooky the famous episode reginald is dripped out with the myers fit dude reginald is staring at me right now with the michael pretty, myers mask it must be it's pretty, pretty frightening honestly no oh, it's like i'm i'm getting shivers shivers, shivers? <laughs> i'm getting shiver me shivers tivers. i couldn't tell if i wanted to do chills or shivers chills number 15 oh my gosh why did i also think Number 15. Okay, well, anyways, (laughs) dear viewer, uh, today is, as you could probably guess from the title of the episode, um, well, I want to say we are recording this on Sunday, October 1st. It's the 1st of October. It is October. This is our first podcast. Are you excited, guys? Our special October month where we do sort of Halloween themed episodes yes um it is a sunday today but you are going to be listening to this on a monday or sometime later um but today we have horror combat not horror combat not mortal combat and horror combat. yeah horror make sure you're pronouncing that second er. horror, yeah. um so we are doing a tourney you probably did this in sixth grade at the lunch table with all your friends yep um where we are going to be pitting horror movie villains and slasher villains uh together and seeing who has wins. the biggest dick yes i mean i mean yeah, <laughs> well, it's yeah, yeah. jason's if we're counting well, yeah, strap-ons yeah. um guess that's the end of the episode guys. yeah well well that's been horror combat well no that's been horror combat <laughs> yeah yeah um horror combat, horror combat. yeah yeah no, uh, no 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 <laughs> but no. we have no. we have a pretty sweet tourney and this is going to be the whole episode because it's just going to be us talking about who would yeah. win and all these matchups, and it's going to be pretty fun. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you might want to switch over to YouTube. I mean, still listen to the episode on Spotify, but maybe like you listen to it again on YouTube because yeah. there are going to be fun death animations and stuff yes. like that. I'm going to make it pretty fun for if you're listening to uh, the visual um, podcast version. Yes. So it, it, this is going to be a fun one. You should watch it on YouTube. Now. now um and without further ado do you want to get into horror combat we're getting right into it fellas no nonsense okay no so let me let me just explain the rules first also zach doesn't know all the participants um and the rules of the tourney are pretty simple we are doing a 12 person tourney um no seeds or anything everyone is starting on one-on-ones so we're going to go from 12 combatants um and six rounds to um, six combatants and three rounds. And then the three winners, um, so the last three contestants, we will be doing a triple threat to decide who the top horror combat champion is. I I don't know how Mortal Kombat tourneys are set up, so it's probably not the same as Mortal Kombat, but I thought a triple threat at the end 
would be nice. Yeah. And also because I didn't realize that if I did 12 tourneys, it would have to be like weird. 12 <laughs> people in a tourney. I realized I should have done 16, yeah. but that would probably be too much. Why would that be too much? Because that's <laughs> there's a lot of work that has gone into this um, on my own. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. The duality. The. Um, which one's duality? The duality. No, no, no. Slip which mat. one's? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the intro I to duality. I push my fingers into there my eyes. There we go. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's that one. I I, I missed my opportunity to make a joke. That was on the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was. Or maybe Brian duality? Chucky. Duality, like there is a couple Slipknot songs on both of those Ronnie Yu films. I know Rob Zombie is in. It's Rob Zombie. <laughs> Oh yeah, because zombie. Um, wasn't it White Zombie in the intro to Bride of Chucky? Uh, I think Rob is in Seed or Bride, one of them. I don't know. I haven't. I don't remember those yeah, movies very yeah, well. I don't. I don't remember Seed <laughs> at all. Um. Okay, we're getting. I remember Seed more than Bride. Really? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's okay. We need to watch Bride at some point this because that's like my favorite Chucky movie. Yep. Um. Anyways, we're getting Charles off. We're getting movie. off track. I'm sorry, viewers. Uh. But let's. So now you know how the tourney works. We're doing six rounds, then uh three rounds, and then um triple threat. So let's let's reveal uh who our contestants are, who our combatants are in this okay, episode. Okay. Um. We have. I have split these people into two separate camps um and sort of like the theme of this horror combat is going to be old staples of the genre versus Icons. the newcomers the new blood so yeah the new blood the new blood did you like that epic yeah. reference um and so, smash like if you get it are you ready to hear your starting lineup for the old heads i've been waiting I think I know most of them. Coming out of Woodsboro High, it's oh, Ghostface, yep. specifically Stumacher and the original. So we're going with Stumacher's Ghostface, and we're going to be taking into account his mom's everything be in very his mad character. At him. His mom is going to be very mad at him. If he loses. Yes. Coming so stay tuned <laughs> to the end to see if he wins. <laughs> Our next combatant in the old head sector is Jason Voorhees. Specifically, yep. we are talking part six and onwards. This is zombie, zombie Jason. Jason. Not, you, not Beta normal. Males, Jason. Yeah, Jason. <laughs> not Roy either. This is straight up zombie Jason. Yep. Uh, so Teleporting welcome. Jason. Welcome, Zombie Jason. Um, next, obviously, we have Michael Myers. Um, again, this is going to be OG Halloween film Michael Myers. Um, no curse stuff, no thorn stuff, just straight up Michael Myers. Our next combatant is Freddy Krueger. Um, classic Freddy yes. Krueger. Uh, we all know the Fred man. The Fred um, Frederick. And again, I don't think there's like much variation in between movies. I mean, I guess New Nightmare would be pretty different. But we are going off of original Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy. And I'll Thanks. get into it more when we're doing the actual matchups with Freddy. Uh, but we are going Frederick. to be saying any combat with Freddy is going to be happening in the dream zone. Because in physical life, you know, these people would just kill Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> like in the real world. Has so. to be a little fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next up in the Legends sector, I keep changing the name is Chucky. Obviously, Charles, Charles uh, Lee Ray. Um, 
our favorite little doll guy. Um, he's yep. back and he's slashing. And I, he's... again, I don't think it matters like which version of Chucky, but let's just say OG Child's Play. OG. Um, or maybe maybe we could say Bride of Chucky and say he's a bit funny, a bit more funny. No. Um, but no, no Tiffany, just just Chucky. And rounding out our sixth combatant for the Legends roster is Leatherface. Our favorite chainsaw-wielding madman. Again, we are going off of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Some weird stuff happens in all the others that follow. So (laughs) we're just going off of this is a big, burly cannibal with a chainsaw. Yes. Um, So that is our six legends. We have Ghostface, Jason, Michael Michael Myers, Myers. Freddy Krueger, Chucky, and Leatherface. All right. Now, Zach, are you ready for the fun part of the tourney? Yes. This is. Are you the, saying that the the legends aren't a fun part? Of well, the this is this is the fun part for me to reveal to you who I chose for the newcomers. Okay, yeah, because I don't because I want to see your reaction. I don't to know. Things. Um, I don't so know what to expect. for newcomers, let's start off a bit more obvious. We have Art the Clown from Terrifier. Oh, okay. We are, um, I'm basing this off of the original, like the first Terrifier movie, because some weird supernatural stuff kind of maybe sort of happens in the second one. I don't really know. We're, we're not, it's, it's just it's a fine. clown. It's, it's art. Fine. It's fine. Um, so it's just art. Welcome Art. Uh, he is probably the most successful um, new horror icon. I mean, he's like a staple, you think slasher villains you think of art along with you know everyone else everyone I else mentioned yeah. so welcome art the clown you welcome have clown. you are part of the newcomer stable also part of the newcomer stable is red and when i say red i mean adelaide's copy from us okay yeah okay so lupita nyango's character um but the tethered copy version okay yes so if you ever seen jordan peele's us you know that there's Everyone has like a copy counterpart um, and they all wear red and they could kind of talk, but not really. Um, and usually they use scissors to kill. So that kinda is beta. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I figured that's probably going to be a big part whenever we discuss her. But welcome red to the newcomer stable. Now, <laughs> here's oh where it gets fun. Really? Um, fun? And this is how... Do you, this is how I know that you'll be familiar with most of these people because I believe the rest of these we have I've watched these movies with you. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. So next up we have Santa Claus from oh Violent my Night. Gosh. Oh my! Welcoming gosh. David Harbor from last year's Literally Christmas why? action adventure slasher. Okay, I, I have a feeling I know who's <laughs> going to be on this now. Maybe. Oh, maybe. you definitely. If especially if you think about what I was talking about last night. Um. So oh welcome, welcome. <laughs> it all knows. makes sense now. Welcome, welcome, Santa Claus from Violet Night. Uh, David Harbors. I forgot about that. Sort of. Now. Sorry. N- like he's a good Santa, but he kills. Yeah. Um. He's it's like he's like Santa um, Die Hard, pretty much. If you've never seen it, vigilante. Yeah. Like uh, what antihero? Antihero Santa. Santa. Yeah, yeah. Um, Santihero. Santihero. Next, <laughs> next up on our newcomers bracket is. Cocaine bear. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Um, so this is very interesting. Yeah, this is I'm telling you, it's gonna be fun. So if you don't remember earlier this year, um, me and Zach saw it together, we 
dress up all fancy and yes, you brought you brought your brown bear I did. with us. Yes. It's, it was an amazing time watching Cocaine Bear, one of my favorite movies of the year. Um so yeah, welcome it was the based. cocaine bear, the bear that's on cocaine and yep. cocaine bear, yep. who we love. Yep. We love the mother on cocaine. Indeed. She's the best. Indeed. She is also an anti-hero. Literally her. Um so yeah. Welcome, Cocaine Bear, to the Newcomer Stable. Good to have you, Cocaine Bear. Following up is another bear (laughs) for our fifth newcomer. It's Freddy Fazbear. Yes! A Freddy Fazbear? A one, a two. Oh, I was going to count us in. Oh, sorry. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Or whatever the beatbox is that's after that. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, but welcome, Freddy Fazbear, uh, the classic the classic animatronic main character from Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, and again, we are going to be going off of OG the first. Five FNAF Night Freddy. Game. Five Night um, Freddy. Not Golden Freddy, not uh, Glamrock Freddy, just straight Frederick. up Freddy Fazbear. <gasps> oh, there's two Freddies. Yeah. One just, in each you, you'll, you'll see. You'll, you'll see. Freddy versus Freddy? Yeah, just see. That way. should be a movie. That should be a movie. It should. On God. Um, and the final, con- <laughs> the final combatant <laughs> rounding you... out rounding out our newcomer stable and thus the final combatant in our 12 person horror combat series zach's going to murder me ladies and gentlemen (laughs) it is my pleasure to introduce the one the The only Corey cunningham from halloween ends oh my gosh yes it's our favorite new slasher villain the man the myth the legend Corey cunningham who single-handedly beat and suplexed Michael Myers around in the oh sewer gosh. and then tag teamed with him to kill some people in that movie. And then I think Laurie just kills him. Yep. Corey Cunningham, my favorite Halloween character, definitely did not absolutely ruin the Halloween series. Yep. Um, and I yeah. definitely don't have any bone to pick with Corey totally Cunningham. Totally great movie right he, there. Totally great movie. He From my favorite movie of the year. We saw it in Corey theaters. Cunningham, yes. <laughs> so... Welcome, welcome, Corey Cunningham, as the last and final uh, combatant in horror combat. So, welcome. Going off our list, just a reminder: we have Ghostface, we have Jason, we have Michael, we have Freddy, we have Chucky, we have Leatherface, we have Art the Clown, we have Santa from Violet Night, we have Cocaine Bear, we have Freddy Fazbear. Um, we have Corey Cunningham and we have Red, Adelaide's copy in Us. Yeah. So, Woo! without further ado, um, let's explain a little bit how these rounds are going to go. I do have uh, character bios written down for each, uh, that, each character that has their weapon of choice, um, their strengths, and their weaknesses. Just some things that we could take into account. Um, And we are going to be saying that this is happening in a neutral battlefield. Um, No, like, trees or objects to hide behind or anything. It's just Just straight up fighting. The Sahara Desert. Just (laughs) straight up fighting. No use of environment whatsoever. Um, Just based. Yeah. And there are going to be, obviously, for, like, Freddy, technically will be in the dream world. And there might be some other caveats like that. I don't remember. 
You don't um, remember. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it shows Freddy's in the dream world. Because I have some caveats written down here. Okay. Um, But well, without, uh, without further ado, do you want to get into our yes, first round? We need to do it. So the, our first two, our first two legends fighting off are Ghostface and Art the Clown. Okay. All right. So Here let's let's do a little rundown of our two combatants. Uh, again, this is Stumacher Ghostface from the original. That's Matthew Lillard um, under the Ghostface getup. Ghostface's weapon of choice is obviously knife. the hunting knife, the knife, um, or maybe it's a Bowie knife, or maybe that's like you know the same thing. I'm not sure. I don't think it's the Bowie knife. It's just it's, it's a knife. knife. It's a knife. Um, Ghostface's strengths are that he's sadistic. Indeed. And he is very driven. Yes. Um, that's pretty much all I said for strength. He's also based. <laughs> He's, yeah, based. Um, weaknesses for Stumacher is obviously he is human. Human, yeah. And specifically Stumacher's ghost face as opposed to Billy's ghost face um he's very clumsy yeah so things to note is that uh ghostface will be using the hunting knife he is sadistic and driven to kill but he is still human and he's pretty clumsy that is uh that is honestly a pretty big disadvantage here yeah. i reckon especially in the um the it, classics the yeah legends. especially in the later rounds um and for art the clown again we are doing only from the first terrifier movie his weapon of choice, I mean, he has that trash bag full of everything, but I am going to say his hacksaw, because okay. that is, I think, the weapon that's most synonymous with him. Uh, if you've seen the first Terrifier movie, you probably know that the most intense scene in that movie is when the girl is hanging upside down, and Art has yep. the hacksaw, and yeah, so yep. <laughs> Art the Clown's weapon of choice is going to be the hacksaw. His strengths that was pretty brutal. Yes, his strengths are stealth and agility. Um, not super agile, but still decently agile and good on his feet. And he does have a tendency to just sort of pop in and out and be very quiet. Not teleportation, but there is some stealth involved. Um, He's just like Batman. He is a bit Batmany. Um, Batman. Oh my gosh! I just realized Art the Clown would be like a perfect Batman villain. Not even just like for the Joker thing, but just yeah. like gothic yeah um and art the clown's weakness is that he is also human so take that into account there is all human vulnerabilities so with both of these people uh you know if ghostface stabs art the clown with a hunting knife enough times art's down he die if art you know hangs him above upside down yeah and 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 hacksaws uh stumacher's wing bomb uh you know stumacher dies so uh let's Get into this. Who are we? Who are we thinking? Who are we thinking? Like, let's let's think I, it out. So we have Ghostface and we have Art the Clown. They are in the Sahara Desert. They, I'm just gonna say Sahara, Sahara Desert because that's, that's what I'm picturing in my mind. Um, they are in the in Sahara the Desert. Rooms. They're in the back rooms. They're in the back rooms. Yeah. Um, Ghostface has his hunting knife. Art has their hacksaw. And they just go at it. Who do you think? Oh my gosh. Because neither of these people are super good at hand-to-hand combat. No, like, that's direct. The thing. Like, yeah, because... They're more like... Like, they... Hmm. They're more kind of... How do, how do I explain it? I don't want to say sneak up, because Ghostface doesn't really... 
at, at least stews. He doesn't really sneak. But kind of, though. Like, they, kinda. it's not just, like, straight up popping up and then... Yeah, it's they're, not... They're kind of tactical with it, if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of, like a, like, a plan going on with it, I guess. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's one thing to account. Uh, if this is Stumacher by himself uh, without Billy... Like how much how much of Ghostface's ability comes from Billy sort of giving him the plan? Yeah, because Art Art works by himself and he's used to working by himself and he has his own plan. This Ghostface he he's used to having a a partner. Yeah, so that could come into effect here. That's true. But then again. Stumacher, you know, he's not built, but he's kind of, you know, big and stuff like that. And Art is very mm-hmm. scrawny under his, compared yeah. to like a normal human. Uh, Art is very scrawny under his clothes. So it's another thing, I guess. If they were doing like a straight up like battle of strength, you know, like out of pinochles or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like Stu would win. Right. So. But- and Art's weapon, I feel like, because I guess with a hacksaw, I think you... his weapon gives him a little bit of an advantage. Art, you reckon? Well, I was thinking, like you could swing a hacksaw, yeah, but like you can't kill with a swing. Like to kill with a hacksaw, I feel like Art has to somehow grab a hold of Ghostface and like saw at you know the neck or something like that or the wrist or something like that i feel like art is going to have to but if he do more grappling here to get a kill i feel like ghostface with the hunting knife theoretically you could just stab and lunge and stuff like that you don't need to get up close and personal and do like a whole metal gear solid stealth kill so i feel like art is you you listed as art is being agile though like true being agile, he probably could get a hold of yeah, him, you think. Because Ghostface is especially um I'm thinking of whenever they're in that first movie, they're in the garage. I was <laughs> and, thinking that too. and like the beers That's are being wild. thrown. Yeah. yeah, she throws the beers at him and he yeah. like slips and falls. So That's funny. Wait, I was thinking yeah, that too, who's to say I love that scene. Who's to say that Ghostface like goes, He is clumsy. You he is yeah, he, is he goes maybe as his footwork definitely isn't there, so maybe Art could like sort Honestly, of take him down. As and, much like, as I hate to say it, I think I'm kind of leaning towards Art here. Yeah. As much as I don't want to say it, yeah. I want Ghostface to win just because it's Ghostface. Yeah, but I think Art might take it though. Yeah, I don't. Know. I do because like we never see Art. I'm pretty sure we never see Art like slipping on anything. I feel like Art has steadier feet and has a steadier. Base, right. um, base even if he's a bit scrawny yeah but yeah i feel like he could probably exploit and then yeah like you know he's agile <laughs> with that ghost face if you just like i don't know sort of tap him on the foot like he's yeah. going down like <laughs> right but it's more i like their kills are more like i said i've of course on the spot i'm like bad at explaining it but it's not like because you know obviously like michael and jason for example are just like you know these huge these towering supernatural forces that you can't like take on you know you got to be 
resourceful, I guess you could say for it. But you know, Stu, he's like he's just a dude. Yeah, and he's like I said, their their kills are more like coordinated. I guess you could say. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, instead of just like oh, like they're, big man come and yeah, you know, I, ah. their their kills are successful because. It's they coordinated and they work together. there wouldn't be any coordination with art and art is used to just seeing someone on the street and then like killing them. Right. So, so on it, like on God, as, as much as I hate to say yeah. it, I think art probably takes it. Okay. I think he probably takes it. Um, yeah. Do we want to say final vote art? Cause I'm, I'm, it's it probably going to be yeah. like, I know with the hunting knife, there's more long range option. Yeah. But, but that, I it's think not like he's, super long range. Yeah. It's, I feel like art could still make his way around and get up and close without hacksaw and, you know, decapitates too. Yep. So sorry, but that yeah, an upset truly. A, a true upset. A true um, upset. Our newcomer has toppled a legend. Art the Clown has killed Ghostface in the first round of horror combat. A tragedy, bro. Fatality. So here's... Rest in peace. The tourney. Oh, wait. I realized I just gave away. (laughs) Don't look at the matchups. I didn't didn't see it. Don't worry. I looked at the top one. Nice. So I didn't see the rest. Um, Our next matchup, our our legend (laughs) is Jason Voorhees. Again, this is Zombie Jason. And our newcomer is Santa from Violent Night. (laughs) Round one. Fight. This is... An interesting one. It's the cheery ho 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 man versus cheery ho, the ho, he, ho he, he he ha 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 man. The ch- 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 yeah the yeah. Ch- 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. So Jason Voorhees, remember this is part six and onwards. So this is Zombie Jason. Um, his weapon of choice is obviously the machete. His strengths are no. minor teleportation, and when I say that, yeah. think Nightcrawler from Man's- the X Men. That's not the teleportation, like. It's every now and then there's definitely a recharge there, on it. And he's te- not teleports though. Jason, he's not like teleporting directly behind you. And like, he's not teleporting no. the closest and he's just it's sort like, of, you know, moving it's like around the Friday the, the 13th game where you can use that ability exactly. where you get to like move exactly. quickly throughout. So Although, to be fair, then in that game, I think you can't like actually. Yeah. That though. game, you can't exploit the teleportation more, but just, okay, but still. it's, it's standard, you know, if you if you take your eye off of Jason, he's probably not going to be okay, in the yeah, same yeah. place yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, his also strengths are he's just muscular um, and he is undead. He can be killed, but, you know, do take note yeah, that he's muscular see, and undead, so it's going to be a bit harder to kill that's him. That's what I'm saying. Are we, are we, we're going to take into account the many times Mans has been So, yeah, we're not... That's, that's a good thing that should be mentioned. We're not taking into account um, if these people have been resurrected in several series, because if that was the case, Michael Myers would be unkillable, yeah. because he literally got decapitated and still came back. Yeah. So... Or maybe, wait, I think they retconned that to be, like, uh, someone in the ambulance got decapitated. But Michael, Michael's gotten shot so many times, he, and he got he blown up in yeah. a hospital. Bro so does not die. He was just bleeding out of his so, eyes, but he was fine. So, he's fine. He's yeah, fine. we're not taking into account resurrections. Okay. But we're still taking into account that this is a zombie, so it's a bit hard to kill. He, he is zombie. Um, he is cranberry. Jason's weaknesses are that he is stupid slash emotional. Um, and his weak. I mean... <laughs> 
He's he is no, stupid thought, slash emotional. Well, we were talking last night. Who else is emotional? Oh, that's a dumb emotional that's, that's Leatherface. Leatherface is okay, yeah. also stupid emotional. Stupid. He is kind of. He is. He's got like. Yeah, he's I, a mama's like, boy. Leatherface. Jason is a mama's boy. Yeah, Leatherface and Jason have a lot of similarities in that they are mama's boys and they are dumb and they can be dumb. sort of manipulated. Yeah. Uh, so true facts on God. That is one part of the weaknesses, and this is not going to like play into anything because this is the Sahara Desert. But I was talking to <laughs> Zach last night. I am the biggest fan of Freddy versus Jason. And as we, we all know, apologists. we all know Freddie died by fire. Jason died by, by, by water. water. How, can <laughs> How can we use that? Jason died so by water. So Jason Freddy officially for for horror combat, Jason's weakness is water. Again, not going to come into play probably, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, that's a night look night. It's a nice little detail. Yeah, I reckon. Um. Going to Santa from Violent Night. Santa. Weapon of choice is Christmas ornaments. Uh, because I just remember, he doesn't really, he just sort of uses what's around. Like the, but yeah. I feel like a lot of it's like, you know, the top of the Christmas tree stars and stuff like that. So just overall Christmas what ornaments. About like the axe, though? Oh, wait, does he have an axe? I'm pretty sure he does. Okay, not doing, yeah, because he does at the end of the movie. Never mind. Uh, doing a crit quick retcon retcon yeah um, <laughs> yeah because i didn't i i haven't i didn't watch any movies in preparation for those right. i mean the legends i know and most of these are like people that came out in the last few years right uh but yeah i yeah i guess he did use an axe at the end so scratch that we'll santa's that. santa's weapon of choice is going to be an axe which i think um plays well with the machete um, yes. his strengths are Christmas magic. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying he's OP because his Christmas magic, it, it's very, I'm pretty sure in the movie, like he needs to get the children to believe in him. It's kind of like Something how like that, elf works. Yeah. Um, so technically he's like a God, but you know, he's still fallible. And like, if people don't believe in him, he can't really use all his Christmas spirit, but you know, like he could use some Christmas magic. Um, Maybe he gets a glancing blow and, you know, shoots sparkles out of his nose or whatever he does in okay. that movie. And, like, you know, it's healed up. So, Christmas magic. I don't know. <laughs> um, and his weaknesses are that he's human-like. Because, technically, he's, like, some Nordic god thing uh, that's 3,000 years old. He was. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he literally was. Yeah, he literally was. But, I mean, humans could still take him down in the movie like yeah, he, he he did he get bleeds, fucked up bad like normal guys can beat him up and tango with them so that's when i say we as men. human like so, batman could probably beat yes. him um so yeah let's jason versus santa jason versus santa <laughs> so i think unlike if we're doing the axe unlike jason. with the last round um both of these weapons i think have the same amount of distance and same work uh the machete you know, is probably just about as long and gets as much wingspan as the axe does. And they're both just sort of swinging and yeah. chopping. Flying so around. I feel like they're equally matched with their weaponry. Um, the axe could be thrown. I guess they both could be thrown. The axe, too. yeah. Well, I'm Jason does throw the machete a couple yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. So. so. Oh my gosh. I they could be projectiles. I should have well. gave Jason the harpoon from part two. Oh my gosh. <gasps> no. 
<laughs> oh no, that was that was part that was, that was part three. That was three D because yeah. the uh, the eye thing goes through the eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god, Shelly's <laughs> dead. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so if we're looking at their strengths, uh, I think J- just like on a brute level, I think Jason is beating the crap out of David Harbor. Like David Harbor is, he has a lot of guts and he's giving it his all. Yeah. But you know, this but is it, this know. is a seven foot tall zombie Jason. Yeah, and, and then so. again, like like you said, in that movie, trained like sol- soldiers were. I mean, he got pretty fucked. Up yeah, bad. like it, not even just obviously like. Then again, that was some a of bunch them, of people, but like yeah, uh, some of them had guns. But like I, I'm pretty sure because I was like putting together some of the death animations. I'm pretty sure there's a scene early in the movie where like he's just like hand to hand combat with a guy, and the guy almost kills him. So. Oh, yeah. I just think like a normal human is able to like tango safely with Santa and has a chance of beating him. Let alone a zombie. Yeah. So with, you know, ridiculous strength, you know. Okay. But but who's to say that, you know, how about Santa we... doesn't just keep swinging his axe and making it so Jason can't come in, you know, short for short range combat. I don't know. What, what do you what do you say we what if we put an interesting spin on this? So you, so you mentioned how Santa gets his power from be- people believing in him. Yeah. Let's see. What percentage <laughs> of American children <laughs> believe in Santa? Okay, this is great. Let's look it up. Let's find out. Because, yeah, I want to genuinely, if it's, okay. like, if it's under 50 or something, so, then he might be. Yeah. Um. According to, um, according to the North Pole. Okay, so according to this website, newsscientist.com, according to this article, beliefs in Santa are incredibly prevalent among children in many Western countries. One study by Jacqueline Woolley at the University of Texas at Austin found that more than 80% of of five-year-olds oh. in the U.S. Oh, wow. are convinced of his existence. Okay, so, so that does make it a bit more even. The Christmas magic is strong, de- definitely here with Santa. So, but then it so like I don't think that makes him stronger physically. But you know, I think he, he comes, gets like powers. He like heals himself from the Christmas magic. I don't remember him having any specific powers other than healing and like teleportation. But that was just through chimneys. So, um, that is something. Yeah, see. that's a good thing you mentioned. According, that. That's something to take into account. According to the Hill, twenty-one percent. This is the article title: twenty-one percent of U.S. adults believe in Santa Claus. Wait, um, what? according to this, so <laughs> like I said, these are multiple different wait, wait. sources. Okay, wait, can we pause horror combat for a second? And twenty-one percent of adults believe in Santa. Apparently, according to this article. That's like an issue. That's like an actual like what? December fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. I don't know. What? Uh, uh, Zach, do you believe in Santa? I don't believe in Santa. Santa is real. Oh, God I'm kidding. <laughs> no. No. Oh, that's like that's that's what my um, astronomy teacher always says. Because Santa's real. <laughs> oh yeah. My- <laughs> I go and do astronomy 101 and he's like, guys, Santa's real. <laughs> guys, I heard something in my chimney. 
Santa <laughs> is real. Yeah, there's something clattering on the rooftop last yeah. night. <laughs> Nothing was stirring, not even a mouse. According to oh, this <laughs> No, is but my, my, my astronomy teacher is always like uh, I don't believe in the Big Bang Theory. I know the Big Bang Theory. The oh. Big Bang Theory happened, so I don't believe okay, in it. Okay, I know is. it. Yeah, yeah. of course. But, I don't um, believe in Santa. Santa's real. Write that down. It's going to be on yeah, the test. This this other article is also saying that more than one in five Americans, twenty one percent, believe in Santa Claus. Oh, Adults. What? what? So I don't know. Like okay, I said, I guess eighty percent of. Hold up. Let's just give America. Like a rough... Are we okay? No. Like there's. Nothing wrong with having Christmas spirit and like, you know, dressing up like Santa and telling your kids about Santa and getting them to believe in right. the myth. But like, but at point, at, how do you like, at, one, do you at not, some point you gotta, do you not have Christmas? Like when you're the adult on Christmas, you're the one buying the gifts. Yeah. You realize that. Like, yeah. That's, that is, that is funny. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I didn't mention it, but I did see something. I don't, I already forgot who it was oh, wait, from did you and see I've already Saw? closed the tab, but, um, it said that like most kids stop believing by like seventh grade, so that's way late too. Oh my god! Or Dude, I, I say I, most, but it was like fifty percent. Uh, I think forty nine percent. I knew Santa didn't exist by like third grade. Yeah, I don't remember that's, when I forgot. I don't remember. Yeah, when I don't I like. I don't remember the epiphany moment, but I definitely know by third grade. I was like, yeah, it was my parents buying the Xbox. Um. <laughs> Santa. So Santa versus Jason. Getting back to horror combat, I'm. I think I'm still just gonna give it to Jason. I think I want to give it to Jason too because, like, I don't. And I don't. I don't even wanna, with like the Christmas spirit. Yeah. yeah, I. That's another thing is I'm trying super hard not to be biased here. I know you are too, but yeah. I just like it's it's Jason, and he's he's probably has like a foot on David Harbor because David Harbor's short, so. I just, I don't know, I feel like man. you could sort of, if if normal humans could tango with Santa, even with kids believing like, in him. And like, what if, so like you said, if you kind of take your eyes off him, so what if Jason was like, knocked him down or something, and then he's like, oh, oh and then he looks, and then Jason's yeah, like gone. Yeah, because there is, I feel like there's a- You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, not a lot, but I feel like there's definitely some scenes in Violet Night where Santa gets disorientated. Yeah. So, so yeah, I like feel like Jason could easily- and then he's have like, like a blow where Santa's knocked down and Jason moves away. And then once like Santa like sees Jason, he's already too close and swinging, swinging the yeah. machete. J- and J- I mean, Jason like destroyed a bus in true, part six. True, yeah. Jason's done some whack shit as true. a zombie. Um, Honestly, he's, you know. And he is. Okay, to be fair, I was gonna I was going to mention in part eight when he just like took a billion punches but to be fair that was human versus zombie but but also this santa his punches seem to be on the level of a human because yeah. i think so if that's the case i that's think not if it was it. santa he would need his if weapon. it was santa versus the boxer kid and part eight i feel like you know the block isn't getting knocked off um yeah he did knock his head off yeah so I'm, yeah, I'm going to say Jason. I think do you want to do a final vote, it. Jason? I think Jason takes okay. it. Okay. Jason doesn't take Manhattan, but he certainly he takes Santa. Takes Santa. So Jason nice dinner date. is moving on to yes, our he is. next round. Um, Who do we got For next? this, we have Michael Myers versus 
cocaine bear. Oh. Oh, this is okay. where things get really fun. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Myers, again, we are doing original Halloween. Uh, his weapon of choice is going to be a butcher knife. The kitchen knife, yes. Yeah. Um, his strengths are that he, again, stealth, um, not teleportation with Jason. Not but, teleportation. Yeah. Utilizing the darkness. Yeah, utilizing stealth and stuff like that. Very bulky. Um, towering stalking. Presence. It's it's yeah. a lot of It's a lot of Art the Clown. Um, and he's also muscular, so Indeed. not zombie muscular and not Rob Zombie muscular, but you know, he is the shape. He's pretty, he's pretty built and he's tall. He's the yeah, shape. Yeah. Um, and cocaine bear. Technically not human too, you could argue as well, you know? No, if we're doing OG, he's a human. Okay. That's, that's, that's why I chose the OG because like, I know even in like Halloween too, it's, you know. We get into some weird things. And even on the end of the first Halloween, because, like, he disappears. Doesn't he? Mm. I'm, but, like, I'm I'm going to say, like, I'm still going to, it's easier does, if it's he human. die. But I, like, like we said, we can't really take into a part, because horror movies are naturally going to want the villain not to die. Or if they do die, they come back in a later sequel. Know, like, we're not but... taking that into account, so... Because, yeah, I I, I just, if we're going to do that, I was, you know, for Ghostface, it would be like, well, Art the Clown could just find a TV and, you know, slam him. But, I mean, he could. He could, yeah. Uh, if he found one in the Sahara. But, yeah, so <laughs> that's Michael Myers. I don't know. And standing across from Michael Myers in horror combat in the Sahara Desert, is obviously. Is cocaine bear. Is cocaine bear. Uh, cocaine bear's weapon of choice. I wrote down, it's an effing bear. It's a so bear. claws bear paws teeth yep. it's a bear it's a bear um strengths you like bears strengths are cocaine and agility yeah, so speed. all of the all of the natural powers that cocaine gives people powers yes. yes do cocaine but the issue with that is cocaine bears weakness is she has she struggles with addiction Indeed. So, so she could be having some withdrawals. She and has some children stuff like that, that can be exploited. We're not. So the children are out of here. Okay. We're not using. Because yeah, I feel like Michael, especially when Michael, even, Michael like ate a dog or whatever. I don't think he ate it. No. He killed it. Okay. Yeah. He killed a dog in the original. And then I think it's the reboot. He ate a dog. Um very but, sad, by the but, way. Yeah, very sad. So, like, yeah, Michael, if Cocaine Bear's family was here, Michael would just, you know, stab one of the bears and stab the baby bear and exploit it. So, yeah, we're not going to have the family involved. Good. Um. So, yeah, let's Michael Myers versus Cocaine Bear in the desert. Let's let's talk about it. Fucking desert, bro. The back room. So I feel like the biggest obvious thing is that Cocaine Bear beats Michael on speed and size. Yeah. So Cocaine Bear, you know, could run and have like a big leaping lunge attack at Michael. Yeah. But also... And Cocaine um, Bear is also hard to kill because it's on cocaine. Yeah. Um, Like bullets... I didn't even wait. Yeah, because they shoot Cocaine Bear, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And she doesn't die. Yeah. Is Michael just effed? I, Is Michael honestly? Effed? I hate to say it <laughs> because I was I was gonna go into like, well, there's no trees around, and I know Cocaine Bear does like a lot of climbing and stuff like that, and like maybe 
maybe like she starts running out of cocaine, but like I think Michael's that effed could be, because he's that could slow. Be. Like I but don't again, is he dodging much, out of the how way? How much cocaine is provided? Because that was the thing where it was constantly being remember there was a part in Cocaine Bear where it fell asleep on that person? And then You're right, you're right, yeah. It it was fueled by cocaine. Yeah. So what if how long does the cocaine high last for the cocaine bear? Could Michael oh, okay. could could Michael outlast could that? Michael out, well, that's the question: is if because Michael again, if, if Michael can outlast it, but can and he? cocaine bear goes to sleep, Michael could start just gouging on everything. But but can, I, but can he? Because I Michael's don't think another can, because yeah. Michael's another one that like uses the shadows and is very like sneaky. He's not really like but, in the open. Yeah, lot. he's not like. I mean, he could. He doesn't. He really doesn't move all that. Yeah, much. he he's not super agile, and he doesn't like. Again, we're not doing Rob care. Zombie, so he doesn't run a lot. Like, I can't. I can't imagine Cocaine Bear running on full cocaine speed at Michael. I can't imagine him dodging out of the way enough times that Cocaine Bear gets yeah. tired. Especially. Oh well, I was gonna say, but never mind. I was gonna say the fact that Michael just like lets himself get hit by a fucking car, but that's later. That's not the first two movies. <laughs> Yeah, Michael is a, maybe he's like a bit deer in the headlights yeah. when he sees Cocaine Bear. Um, yeah, I think I think it's I think that's, that's so sad. I think Michael's just that's a tragedy. I wonder, Mike, that's that's a tragedy. Um, There's got to be something we're like missing. I I'm I'm gonna cast my final vote, Cocaine Bear. Like I that's I, so I, sad. I, I, I it's sad, but I can't. We get, we gotta face the facts sometimes. I'm just I, to I can't I can't think of anything. Like you said, there's nowhere for him to like hide. Yeah. There's a lot of it's just a lot of the kills in the first two. So you said the first one, but I count the first two because it's still like one night. Yeah, yeah. But so like a lot of those kills come from like there were like surprises. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't see him coming. Yeah. For example, like the uh when he comes out of the darkness and stabs the dude and he, oh, on bob. the wall yeah, yeah. Bob. and then whenever he's in like bob's ghost get yeah. up and kills uh, you know but he, he didn't yeah. expect it or you know shit so yeah and i feel like cocaine bear like you know even if michael could sneak up out of nowhere and stabs cocaine bear it's gonna be a lot of stabs it is like it can't be a one take and cocaine bear would just like you know yeah. shake michael off and then go after honestly him, so. and then Mm. I'm gonna. I'm final vote. Cocaine like I, yeah. Bear. I can't. I just. I can't. Out in the open, Michael really it. doesn't have much advantage. Yeah. Over a bear on yeah. fucking cocaine. I hate to. Yeah. And so final. Final, final vote. Final cocaine, cocaine bear. bear as much okay. as I as as unfortunate as it is. So Michael. To see two horror icons. Yeah. Be slain Ghostface has gone down. Blood. Michael has gone down. Thankfully, Jason stuck it out. Um. But Cocaine Bear is moving on after she. Absolutely, just mauls Michael to death. That's a and tragedy, bro. Eats him alive. <laughs> Next up, it is what you hinted at last time. Oh, not last time, but earlier. Uh, it is the Battle of the Freddies. It is Freddy Frederick, versus Freddy. Let's Freddy Krueger, Freddy Fazbear. Let's go. What's with kids today, huh? Let's go. This one's gonna be fun. And this is in a. How does this take place in a dream world, though? Technically, so Freddy's in. Well, I know Freddy has a dead child in him. Yeah. But, so, but the child is dead. 
It doesn't dream. Let's. I'm. I'm. Because yeah, this is gonna be weird. And if Freddie moves on, we're gonna have to like sort of lay out some groundwork. So yes, this is Freddy Krueger in the dream world. This is Dream State Freddy. Uh, weapon of choice is the finger knife glove. Naturally. Um, strengths are he controls reality. Um, but that doesn't make him like an almighty god. Like, you know. This um, is God. <laughs> this is the hand of God. Yeah. Um, but like, you, you know, because like humans and like teenagers can deal with his reality, but he still controls yeah. reality. Um, and his weaknesses are his victim's confidence. It's another thing of like belief with Santa. Yep. And also, again, Freddy died by fire. Uh, so his weakness is fire. <laughs> his fire. I don't think that's going to be applied here. Um, oh man, I was going to say, fucking, I'm pretty sure one of the, like one or multiple of the locations of Five Nights at Freddy's get burned down. Oh but this is yeah. The Sahara Desert apparently. Well, so. I mean, it's Dream World, so Freddy could kind of contort it to whatever. Um, but Freddy Fazbear, again, this is original, not golden, not glam rock. Uh, Freddy's weapon of choice is his metal jaws. Or, you know, also himself, also bro. the microphone, I guess. Uh, apparently in one <laughs> apparently in one of the books he like kills something with a microphone. Um, his strengths are stealth. Uh, this is the stealthiest character. Honestly. On, uh, on our okay, list. but can are we are we gonna say that Freddy can like teleport? Well, okay, I'm just I'm I wanna like get through these character bios and then we okay, could sorry, sort sorry. of hash it out. No, you're good. Um, so Freddy Fazbear's strength is stealth, obviously stealthiest of the bunch. Um, and his weaknesses are that he's a rusty animatronic. So, you know, Indeed. physically his physical body, not so up, up to par, but yeah, let's, let's try to figure out. So if we put ourselves in the situation where the, this is like in the daytime, um, at Freddy's pizza place. Uh, and Freddy Krueger goes in there, and Fazbear is sleeping. Um, and so they are both. Freddy starts. Freddy Fazbear just starts dreaming, um, and Krueger shows up. And yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think this out because, like, I really wanted to put Freddy on here, but again, if he's in the real world, like, you know, he's kind of a beta. Yeah um but like dream world it's yeah because he could make it whatever it's really just about the mental fortitude and sort of like the everything and freddy fazbear because it's a dead kid's soul in the animatronic yeah but so we would i guess we would assume that in the dream world like this is the dead kid that is dealing with all this stuff and that's I guess. The mental fortitude we should apply. But then again, how much, like, does a dead kid's soul have mental fortitude? What it, mental... Enough, like, Freddy has somewhat of a personality, kind of. And, like, Freddy is... I feel like Freddy's a complex living being on the level of humans. I know that's kind of drawing into, like, the other um games but you know even in the first one like he's he has a plan like he's thinking cognitively about how to kill you um Fazbear? any 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 yeah fast bear yeah oh yeah, yeah it's gonna get confusing right, yeah. i need to say their last names um i guess yeah i guess you're right and you know he does have 
Fazbear does have an appreciation of music. So Fazbear, if we're going the first game, Fazbear also likes to hide in the dark. Yes. We like literally the only, the only, he only shows up like in yeah. the cameras. You only see him in the yeah. dark. Like you only see his eyes. Yeah. Except, so, the, except the one that right next to the door. I think he'll be right there, but still. I think Fazbear is probably again, like definitely one of the stealthiest, but I think he's also probably one of the smartest. Um, at least in like planning and figuring out how to kill someone. Uh, prior to F sneeze. Or I don't have to sneeze. Okay. I guess I don't. Um, um. But yeah. So I could imagine a situation. I don't know. Where, because we could take it one way. If it's the dead kid soul that's in Fazbear. Right. Is going to be going through these dreams uh, in this dream role with Freddy. We could take it like Freddy is, and I'm not saying this. We are, we are, we are not. We are just, it's just child murder. We are not touching on the reboot because I know in the reboot, Freddy, Freddy's a bit more personal with the children. We're not doing that. Um, But Freddy is, you know... Because his origin story is he's a child murderer and then he right. gets burned to death and then By the dream the... demons come and, you know, all that stupid shit that happens in five. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Freddy has experience with tormenting children. This is a dead kid. We could look at it as he could easily exploit that dead kid and his dreams and take over it. Another thing, though, we could look at it as the kid's already dead so True. like if he dies in the dream world does that mean that the soul leaves fazbear or would fazbear still be running um because like i wonder if he dies like because if you die in the dream world then you die that death in reality yes so freddie would have to like find a death for this kid that completely destroys the animatronic uh, yeah, so I was, I don't know, because a lot of, like, the a big thing about, like, the story or whatever is the children's souls being set free from the animatronics. So, like, being destroyed, what would that do to the soul? You know what I mean? Also, side note, like, if we're talking Freddy in the dream world, yeah, Freddy could just, like, smash the animatronic or whatever, theoretically, right? yeah. He has an advantage, probably, in the dream world. As long as we're saying are that we saying, like, are the we dead saying, kid soul doesn't have that mental Are we saying dude. dream world Freddy Fazbear's location? Is that what we're saying? Uh, I mean, the location could be anything. But yeah, to make it a bit more fair, we could say the location for the dream is okay, Pizzeria. Because there's just so many possibilities with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like I said, Freddy... If we're talking Five Nights at Freddy's one location, there are plenty of dark spots for Freddy to hide in. So Freddy could have Fazbear could have that advantage True. on Freddy. But even then, if it's still Dream World, then Freddy could still Freddy Krueger could still exploit that. I think, yeah, because he has power over that Dream World. Yeah, as long as. I think it, I, honestly, it, it, this fight just depends on multiple factors. Yeah, but we have to pick a winner. Yeah, um, I don't. It's such a toss up, but 
Because, like, I could, I, it's hard for me to explain, but I could see Freddie Fazbear both having terrible, both ha- having ways, terrible honestly. fortitude in the dream world and easily being crushed. But also, I could see Fazbear, like, because it's technically undead. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Well, I guess in Freddy vs. Jason, we see the undead going through the dream world. But. Oh, yeah. I guess we do. And Jason still can get toppled, even though he's undead. I'm. I think I'm gonna say final vote Kruger. Just because I feel like it's good. It, it would. I don't know how it would even justify. You know, Fazbear winning in the dream world. I think. Okay. So. I think. I guess ultimately, I want to say Kruger because in the dream world, I think he might just have way too much of an advantage if we're talking in the dream world. Yeah. I think even even. Even even with Fazbear's strengths, I feel like he could exploit them. Yeah, being in the dream world because he's obviously very powerful yeah. in the dream. He can and do anything. he could, yeah, he could probably exploit the fact that, like, deep down inside, this is just a kid that's gone through a whole lot of trauma. So yeah. you know, he could and probably then, exploit that. If we're talking like the like, same way he exploited Jason. <laughs> Sorry, we got we got we had cut a little off. bit of a mishap. Um, but yeah, I'm especially like we were saying, Jason being in the dream world and being because he's not technically bested by Freddy in the dream world, but no. you know it, he gets saved by the teenagers. I think there is so. there is some level of cunning to Kruger too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think know. there's cunning to Fazbear too, but, yeah, but I, I think I think Kruger just takes it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say final yeah. vote Kruger. I guess we'll say Kruger. Okay. Fatality. Sorry, so, horror sorry, icon, Fazbear. Or so it, it's like alternated: new one horror icon, new one yeah, horror icon. Because we have art. We have Jason, we have Cocaine Bear, and now we have Kruger. Our final two rounds oh of our beginning sort of round. New beginning? <laughs> Not that. Um, but now we have Chucky versus Corey Charles. Cunningham. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Dick Rider! Round one, my favorite on, bro. person. So let's Dude. go. Let's go over the character bios for Chucky and Corey Cunningham. Okay, okay. Chucky, his weapon of choice is a kitchen knife. Uh, Chucky's strength is that he is agile. I mean, you know, he's jumping around and doing all that doll stuff and getting into nooks and crannies. Yep, yep, yep. Um, his weaknesses are that he's small and he is made of plastic. Tiny. So, in some points, plastic's durable, and at some points, you know, it's a bit more easy to deal with than humans. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, tiny little plastic doll. Corey Cunningham, his bio. Uh, Corey Cunningham. Gay little piss boy. No. <laughs> Corey Cunningham's. He actually probably is technically gay for Michael. I think he's a. True. I think he's bisexual because like he hooks up with Lori's uh, grandkid. Right, but he also like sucked Michael off in the sewer. Yeah. That's what that's what happened right off screen uh, after the camera cut he and like did, he suplexed yeah. Michael. He, yeah. yeah to start getting it on. He was just like... With 60-year-old Michael. Yep. Um, But Corey Cunningham, his weapon of choice is a kitchen knife. Uh, His strength is that he's decently physical. I mean, he's a good in shape. 
decent, uh, to, yeah. to put it ranking like he's he's got it going on more than Ghostface because uh, you know yeah. he, he beats up some kids and like you know he's you know just like strong kid with anger issues I know but I also so sorry just, not to uh, cut you off yeah. but I I feel like he's just he's still like green when it comes to being a killer though you say that but he beat Michael yeah, but he's just, if you he wanted to kill Michael, he's just not he the would've. same. Bro. Halloween ends could have ended thirty minutes. Ago. Oh my god! So I'm just I'm saying we we have know, to be dude. fair. We he's, have to be fair. He's just kind of okay. We fine. have to be fair. Um. So Corey's strength is that he's decently physical, and his weakness is obviously that he's human. And I'm also gonna put stupid slash emotional for Corey too, or maybe just he emotional. Is. But yeah, he's definitely emotional definitely and can is. be manipulated. Easily and manipulated. I feel like that Ooh. might be something that we could put into factor. Is yeah, I can. He he has a fascination with killers, and yeah. he has, as you can see, with like him and Michael and Halloween ends. He has somewhat of an appreciation for killers. And Chucky, Chucky's a pretty can, talkative. He's not a child, but guy. he probably can't. He's he's a wordsmith, bit of a wordsmith. Charles, he could probably Charles, Charles Lee Ray, him. yeah. So, okay, let's see. Let's see. We have Chucky and Corey Cunningham. They are in the Sahara Desert. They both have the same weapon. Um, and they're duking it out. Do you think? Honestly, <laughs> like just Chucky, bro. <laughs> okay, 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 but 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 not by like not biased. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. just honest, honest thing, honest decision. Because I look, didn't, I know, yeah, I didn't think about the manipulation. Thing I know we're, now. I know we're talking. I look, I know Corey beat Michael or whatever, but we're still talking about a seasoned serial killer True. versus some like beta. True. And like, and you did mention how plastic he is, plastic and small. But if we're talking OG Child's Play, he still what he took. He was like the mongrel was almost impossible to kill. Even in the first True. one, they like burned him to a crisp. Yeah, and he, he still... is. Yeah, I forget he comes back a couple times. Yeah, and he's so I he's feel. Durable. I yeah, so I feel like like no like genuine, just no bias, just all looking at it, looking at the facts. I just think. And he also, Charles is just more like throughout experienced, quote unquote. Yeah, I guess. and through I I wait yeah because like in the. Th- third movie i'm pretty sure and like also with the first with andy like he manipulates he manipulates that like little kid in the military um in the third movie i'm pretty sure yes yeah so so. he definitely is shown to be able to manipulate and get people on his side Mm-hmm. And Corey already has that sort of, you know, Corey's and, uh, listening to true crime podcasts. You know, <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. when I'm when I'm angry, I see red. I feel like Corey's... he could have an appreciation for Chucky, and Chucky could lull him in Probably. and then kill him. He's not, yeah, Chuck or Corey's not a kid, but like. He probably still could be I manipulated. Think he's, I think um, he's definitely emotionally stunted. Yeah, and that um, can definitely be exploited. Yeah, so easily exploited on on a non biased level. Do you final vote? Chucky, honestly, that's kind of yeah. sad. I wanted, I wanted Corey to keep on going just because I think it's funny to talk about it, Corey. It would have been, but I just don't think. Like I said, not even, y- yeah, literally not even biased. Looking, looking literally at it, especially like thinking about, yeah, how Chucky could probably just talk him into, you know, and Chucky, his Chucky has, you know, when we've seen him 
to despite being small we've seen him able to be effective and yeah film. he 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 deals with humans very well right. so okay chucky manipulates Corey and you know says like i'm gonna sleep with you and then <laughs> Corey, whenever he's unzipping his pants chucky kills him yep brutality no sure. no homophobo um i'm gay so <laughs> no yep. homophobo um but yeah, so our final round of the openers is going to be Leatherface versus Red, Adelaide's copy from us. Round one, fight! This one I find really interesting because yeah. I've thought about it a bit. Go on, um, I won't interrupt you this time. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, character bios for Leatherface. Again, this is OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Weapon of choice is going to be the chainsaw, naturally. Uh, strains are that he's muscular and tall. He is very built, just like Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his weaknesses are that he's still human and he is stupid, stupid. slash emotional. He's very Red, um, Adelaide's copy from us. Again, that's Lupita Nyong'o's evil tethered sister thing. Uh, <laughs> her weapon of choice is obviously the golden scissors. Uh, her strengths are ballroom agility specifically. Because if you remember, when was the last time you saw us? It's Has been it a while. been like something? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I because I watched it. I think last year. Uh, so like the final face-off uh, between Adelaide and Red, like they're dancing. Like Red is dancing around her, and you know using that ballroom ballet to like her advantage and yeah. being like really like agile um with like stabbing and like you know dodging stuff so yeah. that's that's one thing i really think is going to play into account for this um and also just you know her weakness is that she is human i know she's tethered but she's still human so leatherface versus red in the desert um and what i the image I had in my head, especially when I rewatched that uh, final scene, the final show off, is I see Leatherface because Leatherface just loves to swing his chainsaw around. You really do, especially in that first movie. Um, I yeah. see Leatherface swinging you the really chainsaw, do just swing it around. He's and stupid. yeah, and Red dancing around it. And I see Red dancing around it and getting some short, quick jabs with the scissors. That's kind of where I'm at. Which is not, it's not going to be lethal, then but I- Then the scissors. Like, I feel like there's a chance that, you know, because if, if Leatherface grabs Red, Red's dead. Um, I feel like this is very much- But can he grab her, though? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Is, I think the, the agility might, like, weigh yeah, out, out overpower. Because, like, I- and it's also hard to be precise with a chainsaw. Yeah, you so, kind of just... He's like, got the if, right idea. If, I mean, you just swing yeah. that shit, but he's just stupid. But if, if Red's dancing around, like, Red is very... Red's the exact opposite of Ghostface, where it's, like, her footwork is peak. So... Peak! And also, you know, Red has, you know, just typical smart human intelligence. Um, in fact, actually, she's pretty smart because she yeah. has. She's the one who creates the whole plan. So, right. yeah, so I, I think it would. Uh, the intelligence, uh, again, another yeah, scale. Yeah. Another... 
Um, Unbalanced. I think this is going to be a long fight. It's definitely going to be a fight of endurance, but I see Red dodging Leatherface's chainsaw and just slowly hacking at him with the scissors until eventually he falls. Like I think I'm, that's the biggest weakness for Red is just the weapon, honestly. Yeah. Very agile, but like needs some really good blows. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like, you know, this is a and, classic. And she she hits people in the jugular and us a couple times with the scissors. So I think she she knows where to stab with the scissors. I yeah. think she knows how to use them well. This is like this is like in Smash Bros, like Sheik versus Bowser or something. Oh, yeah. You got like the agile, non hard hitting combo character versus just like the character that's like super beefy hit you one time and you die. Yeah. Um. I'm going to say final vote red. Like I just, that scenario is just like, I can't get that out of my head of her dodging those attacks and, you know, eventually hitting enough times. What do you think? I think red. I wonder, we've had unanimous votes so far. I wonder if there's going to be one we disagree on. Yeah. I feel like that could be a possibility. That would be fun. But to end our, uh, our, to end our final opening round, uh, red it's a long one. It's, you know, it's going an hour, probably. Yeah. It's, you know, maybe hitting a time limit. But Honestly, Red is <laughs> eventually <laughs> chopping down the tree that is Leatherface and moving on. So let's look congratulations at... Congratulations to the winners. Yes, congratulations to our six contestants that moved on. Let's look at... Round um, of applause for... Oh, okay. Sorry, I was confused. Um, yes, round of applause for these contestants. We have Art the Clown. We have Jason Voorhees. We have Cocaine Bear. We have Freddy Krueger. We have Charles Lee Ray, aka Chucky. And we have Red. So Unfortunate. Rest in peace for, to all the fallen contestants. Yes. Um, and I we actually have a perfectly even match with all of our people because next our next three rounds are art versus jason so that's new blood versus old blood cocaine bear versus kruger which is new blood versus old Old blood blood. and chucky versus red again new blood versus old blood so perfectly even if we're judging from legends to the newcomers we it's evenly matched yep um, but let's get into our first round of the semifinals. Let's go to Art the Clown versus Jason Voorhees. All righty. <laughs> round one. Fight. And interesting. Jason, um, I think rips his limbs off and mega yeah, kills see, him. Like I, understand... I... <laughs> I, like you said, Art is a little agile, but I don't think that agility is going to be yeah, enough. Yeah, and Art has Art's vulnerable. Like Art's still human. Yeah, like, I, I know. Jason I, hits him with the machete one time. He's dead. See, that's kind of where I'm at. I, I want to. I try to. I want to be a little. I want to be a little open minded because, like, literally the last one, we're like, oh, you know, Red would just like outspeed him. Yeah, there is. There could but, uh, be a play with that, but I think. I think I don't know. I don't I think, think the Art scale is as agile as that. I think the scale of strength. I, I think this, this is like the exact opposite of the last one, where with Red versus Leatherface, the scale of speed to, like the agility, just yeah outweighs yeah. Leatherface so much. I think this is the opposite, where like just I, the strength just, yeah the brute strength and also like it's just too overwhelming jason is probably harder to kill than leatherface so even Definitely. if art was 
And art doesn't mm, have a stabbing mm, mm. object. Art has the hacksaw, so that's True. even he harder. He is a zombie. Like, you're not taking it down easily. Yeah. I, I think it's Jason easily. I'm so sorry, Art, but I'm going to say final vote, Jason. I just, I can't, like, Art's so, I the and disparity like said, in weakness and shape. He yeah. is human. That is hard to tango. So, my final vote's Jason. I don't know. I think we got to go Jason, yeah. Okay. Unanimous decision. Yeah. Jason I... solos. <laughs> so... So sorry, Art, but Jason Jason is moving on to our final triple threat. Fatality. Um, next oh. next up in the semifinals, this is gonna be a fun one. I think so too. This is <laughs> Cocaine Bear versus Freddy Krueger. Indeed. What's with kids today, huh? Fight. So again. This is going to be weird. Yeah, we it are is. in the dream world, Do but bears dream. it's a bear. So as you mentioned, what, bears, what do cocaine bears dream about? That's that's the question. As you mentioned, we have seen cocaine bears sleeping. Um, that's true. That's true. So that's true. let's say the situation here is cocaine bear just mauled Michael, um, and there's not cocaine around in the Sahara, so you know mm. she's getting sleepy, and then she falls asleep on Michael's dead body. Kruger, after beating Fazbear, goes into the dream world of Cocaine Bear, and they duke it out. Indeed. Here's the thing. Is there more cocaine in the dream world? Could Freddy, Could Frederick limit the amount of cocaine Kruger in the dream world? Kruger can, but also, this is where the addiction issues are going to come into play, because how deep are, how deep are the addiction issues... For cocaine bear right now is it just purely physical or has it like seeped into her mentality because it could be like physically she needs cocaine but mentally she's still good but it could also be know. mentally she's starting to like feel the addiction so probably even in her dream world she would need dream cocaine like probably, that's what i think yeah like she's that high on cocaine like mm, it's probably it's seeping into her too. mental yeah um, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely a factor. So I feel like she she's not going to be in top shape in her dreams. And Kruger can, yeah, just like have no cocaine in the dreams. And Yeah, because I think, I think, honest, mm, I think honestly, if, if this were like, if this were like the first round where it was Cocaine Bear and Michael, I think Cocaine Bear would take it. Yeah. If it were like that one. Another... If, if we were talking about like just real world or you know coked up bear versus a regular Freddy per se, oh yeah, Re- would take Re- it. real world, yeah. Um, but this changes things. Yeah. One do you feel thing... like we're maybe giving Freddy too much of an advantage? Well, I was I was about but to then, say one thing. He has too much of a disadvantage without the dream world. Yeah. Though. Well, I think he definitely needs to be in dream world. Yeah. But I I think we just need to look at it from several angles. I mean. One thing to note is very unique. We've only seen Freddy deal with human and like you know uh, human like characters. We've never seen Freddy deal true. with an animal, so we don't know. You know, because part part of Freddy killing in a dream is the fear. Like he grows oh, from yeah. the fear. Oh yeah, yeah, duh. Would cocaine bear, bear even afraid. register the fear? No. Because like right? to to the so. bear, it's just another guy. Like this bear has been shot at by Colombian drug dealers. 
and you know this is just like give a, a guy in a yeah. dream and i don't think i don't think bears are specifically afraid of you know messed up looking people or anything like that like i again, feel like cocaine bear has seen some stuff but again the ment- the mentality is freddy, sort of fading. freddy can like he can even like morph his body. He can. He can. He can be jacked. Yeah. You know what I mean. This is a tough one. Yeah. This is tough. Because again, yeah, we don't know what it's like for animals, and it's hard. And Freddy I can can't... be bested in the yeah. world. But would Cocaine Bear? Would co- be able like, to? Yeah. Does it? Would Cocaine Bear have the intelligence to outsmart Freddy in the dream yeah. world and get him in, and beat him? Because a lot of it is outsmarting. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how he, like, loses. Yeah. They exploit his weaknesses or outsmart him. Yeah. Use his cockiness to Fred, their advantage, Freddy died I by guess. fire. How can we use that? Yeah. Um, yeah, Cocaine Bear. But would bear, a bear do yeah. that? You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's kind of a stalemate because, like, what is Cocaine Bear going to do against... Freddy, but what is Freddy going to do against Cocaine, cocaine Bear? Bear? I think Cocaine Bear would need an access to cocaine. Yeah. But how would how would I, Cocaine Bear get that in the dream it, world? She wouldn't. Yeah, because I think her yeah her mental fortitude is definitely not great. Whatever, because she's also in reality in the real world. She's like coming down from a high. And that's, like, why she's sleeping and dreaming. So I feel like her mental space is going to be even lower. Yeah. I'm going to say final vote, Kruger. Um, this might Freddy. be an issue going into the triple threat, but... Really? Yeah. You think I'm... so? Yeah, because well, we'll, we'll, already we'll, two, we'll, two of the OGs. We'll figure it out. Um, what if we just have a triple threat OG battle? It could end up that way. Um, but do you want to say final vote, Freddy Krueger? I think we go final vote, Freddy. Okay. Fatality. I'm so sorry, Cocaine Bear. You are probably like Seeping one of right one now. of the most one of the most lovable. I think you're probably the character that like I have the most the love, character love of all for, time, honestly. Because I just um I want to rewatch Cocaine Bear. It's we such need a to. good movie, and she's so cute. But Kruger uh, killed that sweet mom. He was addicted to the sweet. That is And is moving tragedy, on though. into our final triple threat. So for our last round of the semifinals, to determine the final slot in the triple threat, we have Chucky versus Red. Hi, I'm Chucky. Whoa. Round Dexter. one. Fight. Indeed. Now this is an interesting one too. Because oh they are both going to be coming at this from the agile quick that's what i'm thinking try to you know get to each other type way but i think red is probably more agile though red yeah red is still more agile but also like red is going to have to account for this is like a three foot tall doll yeah and then then again like with red's weapon i don't think she could do a whole lot against chucky right yeah would the scissors have that much effect on the plastic because you have to get through that exterior to get to the heart could we we're in the desert if we're you know in this desolate area i guess there's no way that i guess there's no way that um chucky could be god why do i suck at speaking (laughs) 
you know, because Chucky's possessed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, Charles can't. I don't think if there's, I don't think there's any way that Red could. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? Damn I it. thought I thought you were gonna say that like Chucky would possess something else. Not that, but yeah. Um, could could Red kill the soul of Charles Lee Ray? Well, it's not about... It, because how it works is if you kill the vessel while the soul's still in it, then the soul goes away. So it's all about physically destroying the Chucky doll and killing it. Okay, yeah. So, again, because we can't go... Technically, yeah, he gets resurrected and all this shit, but, like, that... We... Yeah, because I'm sure if there was an us too, the same Red would get resurrected and all that stuff, so... We can't use that. But yeah, it, comparing weapons, uh, Chucky's kitchen knife is much more effective than red scissors, but also like... It's a matter of getting I a hand on I her, can't, though. Yeah, I can't imagine... Because she would probably just cartwheel away away from Chucky if That's Chucky got saying. close. She's really agile. I don't know if Chucky could land the hit. Yeah. Or land many hits. But then again, I don't know if Red can really... Aff- I mean, she could chip away at Leatherface, but Chucky's different. It's a durable doll. Yeah. And Not also, really like, like to get a hit on... Leatherface is a large canvas to get hits on, so you could sort of, you know... You don't have to be, like, grappling with Leatherface to get a hit on him. With Chucky, because he's a tiny doll, and, like, the scissors, you you need to be, like, holding on... It's kind of like if you have scissors in a piece of paper. If you just like stab it's not while holding the piece it, of paper, yeah. it's not going to get anything. You need to like stretch. You need to hold, hold the it. paper down and stretch it, and then stab. So like, Red would have to grapple, grapple, and get close and do hand to hand with Chucky. But theoretically, she could though. Right? Theoretically, she could, because but she's also, just fast. yeah, Chucky's. What I'm saying is that in that hand to hand, Chucky, you know, Chucky's great at biting and stuff like that. Yeah, and I don't know, Chucky's just like he could probably do the thing that little kids do, where they just keep kicking, like they go <laughs> on their back and just keep kicking yeah. like that. Yeah, so he's a little resourceful. Yeah, I feel like this is this might be this is feeling like the biggest toss-up stalemate of the whole round because i'm like i feel like they're just evenly matched like i feel like this is yeah i I don't even like i because it's like for all the reasons chucky could win here there's just as many reasons why red could win and is there any special part about the scissors being golden like is there some sort of um, I mean, like I ability I, that it has. That I don't think there is any ability. It might. I think it's stronger because I think the scissors are entirely made stronger. out of metal. Um, I don't think it's. I think you know it's stronger than scissors, but I don't think it's sharper and could pierce easier than a kitchen knife. You don't think so? I don't think so. But again, like. Yeah, I don't know. I could because maybe if she could. Those scissors are long. And so she's trying to like pierce through the plastic and get through the heart. Maybe she could stick the knife in and just pound on it like a steak. Maybe into Dracula. So 
But then I could just see so that, many would that scenarios. Take him down, though? Well, yeah. Would that take if, Chucky down? If we're because I know it's getting a bit, it gets a bit complicated because like you have to factor in how far in he's been on this vessel. Because I know the longer he's in the vessel, the more human he gets. But I we're running off the assumption that he's still entirely plastic, but there is a human heart in there to be killed. I think that's the best way to go about this. Okay. Because, yeah, uh, to complete obliteration is not going to happen here. So <laughs> No. Um, so if we're going off that... I'm going to go Red could final... Get, we could, Red could theoretically get a nice blow yeah. at his heart. Yeah. I And, like, I, you know, I could definitely see Chucky... It could go both ways. It could really go both ways. I'm just going to say final vote, Red. Oh. I thought we might have had a little bit of a disagreeance here that's what i was oh you're say. oh okay because like, i was gonna uh, yeah i don't know I, I think i think red genuinely looking at our entire roster red is the best at just combat in general like red is the most adapt and red's the most like a street fighter character like literally just like flipping around dancing around dodging yeah. attacks and stuff like that doing you know landing blows i'm gonna say final vote red yeah all right i think so so, Chucky, I am so sorry, Charles. We love you, but you have been bested Charles. by Red. <laughs> and now we are into the final round, the triple threat. The triple so, threat, bro. let's let's do a look back. Our first combatant in the final triple threat is Jason Voorhees. They grow up so fast. They've come so far. They do. Um, Jason, earlier in the tourney, started his day by taking out Santa Claus and decapitating him with a nice machete blow. Yep. And After that, Jason moved on to Art the Clown and probably beat him in like five seconds and just completely destroyed that man. Oh God, He's like, I don't see any other way. Oh God. Um, So that's how Jason got into the triple threat. Looking back at Kruger's run, Kruger started off by dealing with one type of bear, Freddy Fazbear, um, and vanquishing after a hard-fought battle. bears, what the hell? Yes, and then he moved on to the semifinals to fight Cocaine Bear, and again, if the Cocaine Bear was just, you know, could just go to addiction therapy and stuff like that, maybe she would have be out freddy but freddy still wins so that's how kruger kruger killed two bears to get here um and looking <laughs> at how red got here uh she danced around leatherface's chainsaw and ended up stabbing him enough times that he fell down with chucky it was pretty much the same and finally she pinned him down the right spot got the scissors in started pounding away pierced the heart that's what i think so now we have our triple threat our final three com- combatants Jason, Freddy Krueger, Red. Red. What's with kids today, huh? War and tasty. Round one, fight! And we <laughs> are, all three of them are in the dream world. Okay, so this is, so this is like free-for-all, right? This is absolute free-for-all yeah. in the dream world, just last Duke person standing. Out, so there's quite a bit to unpack here. There is Two so much to unpack. For me, we have we have seen Jason be able to outwit Freddy in the dream world. Yes, we have. 
we have seen a I feel like in Freddy versus Jason, we see it kind of both ways. Like Jason can outsmart, but also Freddy can also outsmart. I I feel like they're, they're shown to be evenly matched. I mean, you know, throughout the whole movie, but also in the dream world specifically. Okay. So, and I have my question, my other question or my question is how would the dream world work for red though? She's human, right? So yeah, she's still human, even though it's, so it's just kind of normal. Yeah. It's, it, it works, yeah. I don't think we're gonna have any of the issues with cocaine bear. Like, let's just assume, for for the fun of it, just to make it a little more fun. Okay. Let's assume like the dream world is Crystal Lake, Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, that's that the setting fun. for the triple threat. Um, I think J- Jason's got some home ground advantage there. Jason does have some home ground advantage, but, but also wa- as we see, there is water, and there as we water. see in the beginning of Freddy versus Jason. Uh, he is able, Freddy is able to, you know, manipulate Jason very easily and set yeah. up Camp Crystal Lake so it's exactly like whenever Jason was there before he drowned. So, Freddy, I think Freddy is like well versed and pretty, like, Freddy knows the buttons to hit with Jason. I don't know if Freddy knows but the buttons we, to yeah, hit with Yeah, but then Red. we gotta account for Red. Yeah. And also, like, I think Red has the most mental fortitude because, like, probably Red's just been, you know, spending her entire life in the sewer back rooms, just waiting for an opportunity, plotting, planning, you know, eating rabbits and just like just being the worst. Uh, So, so um, degenerate. Yeah. um, I feel like her mental fortitude is pretty strong and freddie's not going to know exactly at first how to go about with her um and again jason like do you think freddie could crack that nut though i feel like i feel like he could with time but i I, I guess he doesn't have enough time yeah a big thing here is that he has to i'm sorry he has to crack two nuts at the same time or at least crack two nuts while dealing with both of them at the same time because he has to both take down jason and he has to take down red but it could be a little bit of divide and conquer because jason is also trying to take down red in this dream world and red is also trying to take down jason so they're all kind of strung about trying to just like you know duke it out in the dream world yeah so and freddy can make the reality of the dream world so Freddy, Freddy could try to stay, like, hold back out of the fight and try to make it just Red versus Jason and then try to scale it so Jason, you know, has more opportunities than Red. I mean, putting in Camp Crystal Lake, yeah, that's, that's Jason's home turf, so he's going to have an advantage Indeed. over Red in that regard. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think I think Red beats Freddy. Red beats Freddy, probably. How do you see that going? Like, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I just I don't wanna... know. Like you said, he needs time to crack that. Nut. Yeah, you, you know, if if she's got the mental fortitude, and he's simultaneously dealing with Jason, because he, yeah, that is. I a... think I think Freddy honestly. He does have he goes down. Yeah, he does have a. He's probably he's kind of at a low key, a kind of at a. I, I don't want to say yeah. disadvantage necessarily, yeah. but he's 
he's got like formidable foes for sure. Yeah, I could see him obsessing over Jason and honing in on him too much. Yeah, because he doesn't. Especially he doesn't because like, like he's tag team. Really, yeah, right. Yeah, especially because he's comfortable with Jason and he has more history there. Like he doesn't know who this red is. Right. Uh, so I could see Freddie focusing too much on Jason, yeah. and that gives Red the opportunity to that take with, him down in the dream world. Right. That paired with the fact that. He doesn't know Red. Yeah. So he would need to figure her out. And then that, like you said, would take time. Time yeah. that I don't think they have. Yeah. So I ultimately feel like Frederick would be third place here. Okay. I feel do like we, Freddy loses. Do we want to do... While Freddy's working, like, theoretically messing with Jason, Red is probably yeah. doing shit. Do we want to do... Uh, for third place, final vote, Freddy Krueger? Yes. Okay. So, Freddy Krueger has officially been the first to be eliminated in this triple threat match. So that leaves Jason and Red, and I guess we'd wow. say this is going to be in the real world. They're out of the dream world now. Um, yeah. Back in the Sahara Desert. I guess so. Jason versus... Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason versus Red... They're both, you know, okay, a bit tricky. They're a bit beat up, bit scuffed up because they, you know, were duking it out in the dream world. Yeah. But here they are and this is this is Leatherface versus Rhett again, but this That's is like at, this is Leatherface to like the on a different scale. Yeah. So It's like it's like Bowser and Sheik again, but two bowsers i don't know (laughs) it's like mega bowser yeah like i that's kind of what i feel yeah because jason is jason's machete is really not sure easier to oh sorry no my bad jason's machete is like easier to move around and have more like distinct it's more he's not swinging it around like the chainsaw as much he's not as stupid jason he's not as stupid but he still is like his mental fortitude isn't super there yeah um he's he's a zombie so it's harder to kill him uh and he's bigger and more muscular so yeah it's like our are these scissors like how many scissor blows would it take for zombie jason to go down I, yeah, I don't think Red's agility will honestly be enough. Yeah, I really don't think so. And i I could see, I could see Red being tired after dealing with that Dream World showdown. Yeah, and then and not being at complete. Yeah, I, I feel like Jason could. I feel like Jason could flip it on her and wear Red down. I think he could too. By making her jump around we, and being all physical and yeah. getting her tired out. I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right. Because and we that and we have also seen that he is he is still capable of. He is still capable. He is still a capable killer. Yeah, you know. I I he's actually not just like. Yeah, he he's he's more capable than Leatherface with his hands. Yeah. Um. I actually oh, just yeah. thought, uh, going back to the boxing match and Jason takes Manhattan. I was thinking that too. Because he, he Jason lets he, the boxer yeah. punch him several times and until the tired. boxer gets worn out. And then Jason lays a final too. blow. So I was going to say that. Yeah, I think that's how it's going. Yeah. Jason's letting she's... Red jump around and tire 
herself out. You know, he's getting stab marks from the scissors, yeah. but it's not enough. She and... might overwhelm him at first, but what Red does, I don't think is enough at all it's to take not, him down yeah and none of none of her hits are going to be fatal after enough. everything yeah like you said she's tired jason like i said jason is a capable killer he he could still get a hit on her yeah. despite her agility um, not that i mean i guess kind of going back to be a little fair not that leatherface couldn't either but it's it's much harder for leatherface i mean yeah jason's just jason's you know, just based yeah leatherface is Leatherface is in between Ghostface and Jason. Because, <laughs> you know, he's strong, but also dumb and kind of clumsy. Yeah. So, final vote. Jason takes red? Jason takes red, I reckon. Okay, so. To the su- you know, honestly, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, yeah. Jason wins. With, with that, our winner of the first... Uh, horror combat is Jason Voorhees himself. Fatality. Making his mama, Pamela Voorhees, very proud. He always was the best. Winning in the triple threat versus Freddy Krueger and Red, which makes um, Red very Adelaide's a good copy. Good runner up, though. Yeah. Good um, contender. Red absolutely like dark horse steaming through yeah. this competition uh but red is our second place runner-up and coming in third for the bronze medal is freddy krueger yep so jason red and krueger and they faced you know they faced a gallery of the who's who of horror <laughs> mm-hmm. killing off Ghostface, killing off yeah. art killing off santa Killed Santa. Michael Myers. Killing Michael Myers. Killing Cocaine Bear. Killing Chucky. Killing Freddy Fazbear. Killing Corey. And then killing Leatherface. You know. These three did a whole bunch of slaughtering. My my heart goes out to Ghostface, Stu. My heart goes out to Stu and Michael. On God. Unfortunate. What an upset, bro. To get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. By newcomers, no less. Yeah, and we should also mention Mike, Leatherface got knocked out better. by. Oh yeah, true. I, I thought Michael would have made it more. It's because the random generator had Michael versus Cocaine Bear. I feel if it was Michael yeah. against anyone else, he would have stood a chance. Um, yeah. I feel another thing, Fazbear versus anyone probably could have stood a chance. Yeah, uh, I could see some of that. Um, Fazbear versus Corey should have won it. Corey should have won. Yeah. That's my take. <laughs> okay. Okay, but Would like he fight again. He fought Chucky, and oh, yeah. Chucky manipulated him and killed him. But Chucky, let's say, though. let's say it's Corey versus Art the Clown. I could see Corey beating Art. Corey goes on to fight Jason. Oh, Jason killing him. Yeah. I don't think Corey could beat Art. I think Corey could beat Art. Any, uh, it, it doesn't really matter because Art doesn't have. He's not at there yet. Like I feel like Corey wouldn't be familiar with him. He's like, oh, I who are you? And then you're a new serial killer. And, Look, I mean, I like know, we're kind of on, we're kind of peers. I know Corey's somewhat competent, but I I don't have he faith that he's competent he enough. He beat Michael. Michael's sixty years old. He still beat him. I don't, Art's scrawny. Art is not physically there. Michael's more physically there in his 60s than Art is. I don't know. So. I don't know. Any, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so 
Congratulations, Jason Voorhees. Yep. You have won to the horror surprise combat. Of absolutely nobody, honestly, bro. Who could have expected this? True. No bias. I mean, no bias. All right. No bias. I will say he is my. He, Jason's my favorite. Just of all time, yeah, it, Jason's my favorite. But everyone's gonna think we're biased because he's my favorite too. And he but, but I was I was seriously like I wasn't I didn't even know who to expect. I was trying whenever I was making the tournament, I was trying not even to think about it. I was trying to leave yeah. all my thoughts as fresh as I could for this. But honestly, like I read Red and Jason were just the most confident. Like I and Jason, Especially with the Jason, matchups. The yeah. matchup is a huge part of it too. Yeah, who Jason fought because Jason got it easy. Honestly, he, he got it easy. Did. He got it easy with Michael Santa Claus, and hard. then he got art. Michael got it Michael, hard. Bro. Michael got hard. Now, if it was unfair, if it was Jason, if it, it was Michael versus Santa Claus and Jason versus Cocaine Bear, that would have been probably more that would have been evenly different. matched. But yeah so that's that's been horror combat and that's what we have for you guys on today's episode of the famous podcast Zach, do you have anything else to say um no i don't think so <laughs> yeah no it was it was a good time it was yeah this is fun um, hope you enjoyed stay tuned for the rest of october we got plenty of more yes, halloween spooky themed ideas I, coming I up forget what we're doing next week but we're doing something we're doing so. something Anywho, so, this has been Defamous with Zach and Vi. Um, you know, like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Yep. Um, watch TikTok. Thanks um, for tuning in. Yeah. Hope to see you again next week. Uh-huh. Be there or be square. Bye bye. Bye bye. Subscribe to the Defamous Podcast. Okay, subscribe bye. to the Defamous Podcast now. <laughs>